Well, welcome back to Breakfast with Bacon. We have here at Throwing Words, Doug Bacon, our managing partner, whose last name inspired the series. We have Julie Zalua, who we fondly call Jay-Z. She's in the background making sure everything is working. And then you have me, Lynn Ingersoll, your host. So we are going to talk about the way that strengths go into overdrive. We talked about this a few weeks ago. And what we're noticing is this whole series was inspired from what we're learning. And what we really want to do is not only just learn, we actually want it to affect what we do. And we find that sometimes with strengths, people notice what they don't do almost more than what they do do. So that shows up with your overdrives. And Doug had 22, yes, 22 conversations last week with folks. And it was amazing that certain themes really bubbled up and, and, you know, showed us how things quickly flip over to overdrive. So Doug, what were some of those themes and what are your thoughts on how we can do better? Yeah, it was really interesting, Lynn, um, across those conversations, how um, this idea of just the you know, the, what, the, what, how our strengths can be limiting, we can be limited by our strengths or um, how our environment or the situation can be limiting and how, and really it's in those times where there can be a tendency to go into overdrive either in reaction to that or being in overdrive can impact, can create limitations. So you kind of can start either place. And both of those origins came up in different conversations uh, that I had last week, and it's um, and it's interesting to think about what's the impact on on yourself, but also impact on others, and so and then what can you do about it? So I would love to kind of talk about a few talk about a few of these that came up in the conversation, um, kind of what it, what the overdrive was looking like, and what a strategy we came up with to get out of overdrive. Achiever, you know, very popular theme, most popular, probably, I think it's about 38% of, of the 22 million or 23 million people who've taken strengths have Achiever in your top five. And, you know, so Achiever is great. It's efficiency. It's hard, deadline driven, working really hard. You, no one's going to outpace you. On the individual was this um, discontent because others weren't keeping up or others weren't working as hard as they were. And that was creating tension. Um, and the real, and the kind of the solution for that, the tip for that was really to, to want to acknowledge that that will always be there. And that's going to be something you have to manage, but to understand and to kind of shift your mindset, to know that others work differently than you do. Um, there, but it doesn't mean they're, they're not working as hard as you are, that they can still achieve, but it's going to look differently. Um, and actually that came up in our first podcast with Brian Leary. At Highwood Properties, where he talked about it, it, he's had to work on keeping that discontent to himself because he he that discontent's always there for him, uh, but not to impose that on others, either his you know family or in with colleagues. Lots of folks have you know, Lynn, you're a maximizer, uh, yeah. you know, drawn to excellence, take things that are working well, make them excellent, um, you know, and when it maximizer and overdrive. Can for, for other people can land as never satisfied because you can't you can't help but see the gap between what is and what could have been excellence wise. Um, uh, but focused on yourself, it, it, that's what came up in one of my conversations was that 
I, you know, I have a vision for how I want to do this, but because of the, because of the current you know, health pandemic, I, can't, I, I basically can't do that, what I know to be done. And so his reaction to that was just to completely shut down. Uh, and, um, and what we realized is that he had to dial back um, kind of what excellence looks like for him because what he was seeing was something that was less than good. And so really not interested in engaging in that less than good area. But uh, when he could dial back and recognize, kind of put some changes mindset about what's the field of play, um, you know, example that came up was that he, you know, if I can't read, if I can't read the entire book or if I can't dedicate three hours at a time to really dive into the reading of this, you know, the stack of books I have, then I'm not going to do anything at all. And the realization in the technique was, well, what, how about 30 minutes? You know, I can, I can, I can, I can get 30 minutes of time um, and, and cover a chapter at a time. And while that's not what I'd like, it's not the ideal. It'll, it'll be good enough for now. Um, and then finally, the restorative, um, you know, which is great at, at fixing, solving problems. And um, when it gets in to overdrive, how it impacts others is um, it, it just kind of wears people down because they're always being told what's wrong. They're not here, you know, because restorative sees what's broken and wants to fix it. They're, they have a tendency to, to lead with that. And so, and then you start mixing in a, like the restorative with an achiever, you know, the, you know, so it's broken. I'm going to work really hard to fix it. And then you throw in that command where I'm just going to just kind of overwhelm you with the impact of my, of my strongly held opinions. And all three, all three of those were showing up in one of my clients last week and just had the impact, the impact on others was just, I can't take this. I'm tapping out. And then the impact on my client was this just kind of, I don't understand, you know, if I try, you know, obviously, you know, the awareness of there's, you know, the restorative was like, okay, I'm realizing the problem. There's something with me that needs to be fixed. And so kind of turning those strengths inward and then start making, shifting some mindsets and expectations on there. So kind of that impact on itself and others. And we, we could go through all 34 of these and talk about, what it looks like at their best in an overdrive. And actually, I know you mentioned, you know, we have a, a resource that we're happy, happy to share with folks that, that lists all 34 themes. So you can kind of look at your top themes and see and think about what it looks like at its best, at all, but also in, in overdrive. Had a client last week talk about looking at those, um, thinking about the themes in that way is finding it both helpful and reassuring to see what that looks like at its best in an overdrive and just kind of realizing that all both of those are coming from the same source, from the same talent. Great, Doug. Well, I can certainly relate to all that. As a maximizer, I have learned that it's like driving the car. And if I'm mashing the gas all of the time, I'm probably going to have a wreck and I'm probably going to wear myself and others around me out. So it's really helpful to have a resource to help you modify those strengths. So we have an easy way that you can get a hold of that resource. All you need to do is just put in the comments in the LinkedIn as you uh, look at this at, to Jay-Z and she'll send it to you. So here at Throwing Words, we have that resource and we are happy to send it to you. It's in alignment with our idea to do, not just learn. So we're so excited that you joined us today and be sure and put us in, in the comment section and we'll get that resource to you. Over and out till next week. See ya. Bye.